Hello, and welcome to Ubuntu AI Podcast. I am Andrea, and together with Maciek, we will be your hosts. From fun experiments to enterprise projects, AI became the center of attention when it comes to innovation, digital transformation, and optimization. Open source technologies, democratized access to state-of-the-art machine learning tools, and open doors for everyone ready to embark on their AI journey. Ubuntu AI will be your guide in the industry where a community of like-minded people meet to make an impact. And there is no way to, to kickstart this podcast uh, before we, we talk about the title, Ubuntu AI, and why did we choose it? For those who don't know, AI comes from artificial intelligence, and Ubuntu is, I will say, one of the most famous Linux distributions. Machak, what are your thoughts when you think of Ubuntu correlated with the AI landscape? Okay, that, that would be a very wide question. So first of all, as you mentioned, Ubuntu is the most popular operating system amongst data scientists because it makes working with a lot of Python packages and drivers super easy. But from our perspective, like we are working in part of Canonical, the steward of Ubuntu, which is taking care of AI and ML tooling and projects, and not only Ubuntu itself as the operating system, but everything that is in the underlying AI ecosystem, starting from infrastructure like Kubernetes, tools like Kubeflow and MLflow applications. So there are a lot of different things. But for me, the most exciting part of this is also usage of AI in Ubuntu, because besides being the provider of tooling and the technology, we also consume the technology to make Ubuntu better and to make other tools that we create better. And uh, that's also a super important aspect of it. So, I mean, I, I, I see you're rushing and you're opening already a Pandora box talking about uh, the underlying tooling, not just Ubuntu for AI. But I think we, we should maybe take a step back and emphasize a bit more on the fact that Ubuntu is the OS that a lot of data scientists, machine learning engineers prefer when it comes to, to their projects. What do you think, what is the main reason for that? Well, I think that uh, we have three major reasons why this is happening. First of all, the popularity and availability on all of the platforms. And what I mean by that is the tremendous efforts that were done by WSL, Windows Subsystem for Linux, and this kind of things that allows you to keep the same ecosystem. Because as a data scientist, uh, when I was doing this job for over 10 years, basically what I need is, first of all, a proper Linux terminal, Python, and all of the tooling that I'm using to train my models, to do exploratory data analysis. But obviously, not everyone in the companies that I worked or before was a data scientist. I got a lot of documents in Microsoft Excel format, got a lot of things that need to be accessed from uh, non-Windows machines uh, or Windows-only machines. So basically having this capability to run the same tooling ecosystem and environment on my own workstation, being able to run it on Windows with WSL, having the same stuff on the public cloud whenever I need more capacity, I don't need to change my tools and my technology and my uh, habits of working. So that would be one very strong reason. 
the second thing what is making people use Ubuntu for that is the NVIDIA collaboration. So basically working with ML, you need GPUs as the compute engine for uh, matrix multiplication and all the other operations that we do when we are training models or uh, like analyzing fast running data. And uh, working with GPUs is troublesome in general because whenever you have a GPU, you have drivers. On top of the drivers, you have a compute framework like CUDA in NVIDIA example, and you have your ML framework, TensorFlow or PyTorch. All of them have different combinations of versions and making the stack really robust and being able to change it flexibly whenever I need a new version of a tool A. Uh, is super important and in Ubuntu the experience of that is really nice and there is an automation to uh, pull those new packages, have multiple environments and work efficiently in that space. Uh, and third one is actually thanks to you and your team mostly the availability of resources. So if you go online and try to search like how to install PyTorch or how to run an LLM training on your local machine, the most of the materials that you will find online are showing how to do it on Ubuntu. So obviously it's easier to start when you are a new joiner uh, to the ML community. Uh, it's still, you don't, you don't know how to use the tools or which tools to use. Most of the materials and tutorials are written by our community. And this is something that is super helpful uh, when you are basically embarking on your AI journey. I think one thing that maybe it was not clearly captured is the, the idea that it's open source and it almost represents the, the state of the art for the AI industry in general because there has been a clear shift with um, different projects being open source. But I think Ubuntu as an underlying system being fully open source, is is it makes it more available for enthusiasts, first of all, then later, of course, become professionals, some of them, to to quickly try to quickly experiment without having any constraint or without having to invest a lot of money, which is quite appealing for anything new. You you don't want to spend money before you know that it's worth it or you truly enjoy it. And interestingly enough, uh, I'm tempted to say that it was the beginning of a shift that we see in the AI space because it is um, a topic that's heavily open sourced. It's not just that Ubuntu is, but also if you think of projects such as MLflow or Qflow, Microcade that you already mentioned, they're also open source, they're free to use, they are they are quite easy. And then if we move further, a lot of the libraries as well um, fall into the same bucket. What are your thoughts yeah. on this? Yeah, I completely agree with you. I'd even extend it further because if you look at the models themselves, also the approach to open sourcing the models is getting more and more traction. Like we had the boom for AI ML in general after OpenAI released ChatGPT. But if we see, uh, if we try to see the latest research and like the cutting edge use cases that are happening right now, we can see that almost all of them are in the open source space, not only in terms of the tooling and the OS, but also models themselves. Things like Falcon or FinGPT, like financial uh, large language model. And there are a lot of new things coming up. And people who are creating them decide that open sourcing the model is much more beneficial because uh, even though they intend to use it commercially, 
there's still a benefit of having a white community contributing to it. So uh, that's an interesting shift in dynamics. People are not hiding their cutting-edge research in basements like it was done with scientific research 30 years ago in big companies. Now everything is happening in the public space, which makes it also interesting and easy for people to join in and try to be a part of this transformation. And since we are kickstarting a project, uh, it is a podcast, not, but it is also a project that's called Ubuntu AI, which is at the back of the publication that we have on Medium as well. Maciek, what do you expect from it? What kind of conversation we will be having in the upcoming weeks or months? So what uh, we are looking forward is, first of all, to share our insights and experiences, like basically a, a day in life of a solution architect, so to say. We uh, talk with a lot of people who are using Ubuntu and doing a lot of amazing stuff with AI. We are also uniquely positioned that we have access to uh, decision makers in companies that are manufacturing hardware, not only NVIDIA, but like HP, Dell, Lenovo and all the other places. And there are tons of interesting research and a lot of good insights coming from all of those places. We want to share them with the community so that everyone can benefit from them. Uh, to maintain the open source nature, not only of the software that we do, but also the knowledge that we gather during the process. But the second thing that I would expect here is uh, a lot of exciting guests coming into the podcast and sharing their perspective, because obviously, if it, if it would be only two of us, it would be very limited. I will have to add here that I would expect, and I will challenge you a lot, as well as our future guests, on fun conversations. I think the, the panel conversation that we had a couple of weeks ago in a webinar about crypto versus MLflow can be just a teaser of what's coming next in this podcast. What are those controversial topics? What are the things that we're afraid to talk related to AI um, that we can approach? It can be about open source. It can be about tooling, use cases, challenges that the industry has, and maybe some wishful thinking on how we could solve them. That's something that I wish we will have here. And we, before we wrap it up, would you advise people to use Ubuntu for their AI projects, Maciek? Well, first of all, what I would advise people for their AI projects is to use the right kind of data. I mean, in the end, the tooling does not matter that much. Uh, because the most important part in training any model is data preparation, getting the right access to the right data and handling them efficiently. So uh, Ubuntu can help there, obviously, as your platform for doing that. But if you are looking for a place to focus on, focus on your data sets, because that will give you most results. Like you can spend a month trying to optimize hyperparameters of a model and go nowhere. If you start gathering more data sets or basically cleaning up your data better and reaching this, you will see tremendous improvements. So people are excited about tooling. I am as well because I'm building the tooling for all of you guys. But uh, in reality, we should still remember what we are doing and why. Like we are trying to take the data, find insights in them and solve business problems. Uh, but obviously, yes, tooling is exciting as well and we will talk a lot about it. I know, Maciek, I know you get excited about all these latest innovations. Every now and then you share the latest uh, project that pop up out there that you, you tried over the weekend. But you said something very wisely. And uh, even if this podcast is called Ubuntu AI, and we will be talking a lot about open source uh, in 
in the artificial intelligence world, I will always advise people to start with the problem. I think building projects for the sake of building projects is very challenging because over time, it's very likely that you lose motivation. But building projects at the back of a problem that you, you've identified, and it doesn't need to be an enterprise problem. Of course, if it's related to your work, then that's ideal, but also it can be to better optimize your costs over a month or to better predict your, your future investments. Uh, but if you just start with no end goal, then it easily feels that you're wasting time and that's when people usually drop and they say, hey, yeah, it's too difficult. I don't want to do it. Well, I already have a very good goal since you've challenged me to have fun conversations here. I need a model to help me to make fun conversations. <laughs> That's not natural for me. So what's your cool project that you're working on these days? Well, currently I'm working on a project to help a local community. I live in a small village and there are a lot of people who are living off the land and do, there are a lot of agricultural farms. And uh, currently with the climate changing, there are a lot of issues about uh, not enough water for the plants and also diseases and that kind of things. And there is a lot of drone imagery that needs to be uh, analyzed to help local communities to basically get more yields from their farmland. So that's something like a, a additional side project that I'm taking up right now. I really hope you're using open source tooling and the main OS that you're using for it is Ubuntu. And in case it's not Ubuntu, use WSL or Multipass to go to Ubuntu where you're deploying tools and, and training models. What was the, since we're just getting started, what was the biggest challenge that you had with the bigger, this project specifically? Well, with this specific project, first of all, the big challenge was to gather the data properly because we started this project in the beginning of the spring. There were tons of rains and strong winds, so flying drones was not easy. So not always the problems are about technology and architecture. Sometimes even uh, simple physical world technical issues can block you. Uh, now that's solved. But from the technical perspective, I think that the most important thing for large resolution imagery and trying to figure it out is basically cutting it properly into smaller tiles and also creating uh, the like a 3D visual or 3D geometry based on uh, a 2D picture. That's the, I would say, the most difficult part because uh, you we don't have like laser scanners or 3D scanners, right? So we have only flat pictures and you still need to extrapolate it to a real world which has hills and mountains and rivers and that kind of stuff. Now you almost scare people away, but for those who who are just getting started or are not advanced users, as Machak is, I'll have to say that you should not worry because we'll also approach beginners topic, differences between tools, um, how to maybe how to get started. That could be a fun topic. Uh, I have my own story. Machak has his own story, but also I think there are a couple of best practices that I will sharing in a future episode. But for now, I think this is it. Ubuntu AI is really a podcast about artificial intelligence with the two of us as hosts, but also every now and then with exciting, we hope, guests who are challenging us and we're challenging them to talk more about open source, machine learning, tooling, 
use cases, as well as challenges that we've seen in the industry. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you and have a nice day.